Hey guys and gals, Vince here from Movie Muggin. First of all, thank you for checking out this episode. We truly appreciate each and every single listen. If you're new to the show, we highly recommend you go back and listen to our entire catalog for the full immersion Movie Muggin experience. Number two, this is not a spoiler-free movie podcast. We watch a movie and have a conversation with no planning ahead of time of where it may go, as will be pretty obvious as you continue to listen. And lastly, we say bad words. Sometimes like juveniles just learning how to cuss, and sometimes like the most seasoned sailors. And at times, we can be highly inappropriate. Guys, it's just how we roll. So, consider this a warning, or an invitation to the most kick-ass father and son movie podcast on the planet. You still there? All right, let's do this in... Three, two, one. I would bed down with Miss Doubtfire before I would bed down with Willem Dafoe. He died jerking off. Welcome to Movie Muggin, the father and son podcast that doesn't mind sleeping in the wet spot. <laughs> you just got to lay on it for like three minutes and it'll be real warm, though. I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son podcast who love watching movies, talking about the movies, <laughs> and spending quality father-son time together. Mm-hmm. Episode number 26. We are working up the ranks. We just keep pumping these out. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. <laughs> That's our job. Yeah. I we look- get paid for this. You get paid for this? Mm-hmm. You pay me to do it with you or else I wouldn't. <laughs> That's supposed to be our little secret. Mm-hmm. Along with the magazines I keep hidden. <laughs> a penthouse. <laughs> you know, those were big back when I was a kid, man. If you came across... I've never seen a nudie magazine in the flesh. Because you don't need to. Why would you <laughs> need to now with your phone? But I don't know. We used to find them like on the side of the road and out in the woods. But like, Was there a weird substance on them if no, they were on the side of the road? I mean, some of the pages were stuck together, but I don't really know what that was about. Is that a joke or is that... <laughs> I'm sure that's probably real for some of them. But There's like those pages that unfold into a full body. Those were called centerfolds. <laughs> okay, you so know. There was Playboy, there was Penthouse, and there was Hustler. Okay, I've, Hustler, he- I've heard all of those. Hustler was the one that, that showed actual sex acts. The other ones were oh, just naked ladies. I thought you were going to say like full bush. Oh. Did all of them show full bush? One of them, Hustler, had I think what was known as the Beaver Club, and <laughs> you could send in your own pics and they would publish them. Or Beaver Shots or something oh like that. Oh my god! I don't remember. It was something like that. The, the dam. <laughs> and I'm just going to say, when I was 13 years old. You sent in your, your own bush? Uh, no. You got the teacher at school to send in the bush? Teachers were not sleeping with kids back when I was in school. That was not a thing. <laughs> yeah. But also the teachers when I was a kid were oh, mean. My gosh. No, it was bad. You wouldn't have even wanted to sleep with any of the teachers when I was a kid. They were, it was, it was bad. Yeah. They were all like Miss Umbridge from uh, mm. Harry Potter. Just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just wanted them to die. And they were old. They were all old. I so. feel like they all had the same haircut. Like uh, like short, but it's like tall. Yep. And the curly. How did you know? And it's already like turning gray, if oh not all gosh. gray. Oh my gosh. Yes. And like in like a like tight, but like knee length skirts. Okay. And pantyhose. Yep. And like not heels, but heels. Gosh. And then they got like some shirt, and then like a beige cardigan that's only like buttoned at the top or something. I mean, or either that or open. 
And then like a nasty, like the shirt might be like a nasty, like forest green color. How the fuck do you have this much detail? Did you get in a time no, machine just and what come I, spy on me? It's just what I imagine. High? I have a pretty good fucking imagination. Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah, I mean, you're you're spot on. Am I actually? You were describing Miss Wellborn to a T. <laughs> I think she was my ninth grade English teacher. She did not like me. Uh, I mean, and I the think it runs in the family. Because teachers didn't really love me either. No. I think I probably radiate that kind of energy on the podcast, too. Yeah. Of being a person teachers didn't love too much. Or anybody, for that matter. All right. Everybody knows what time it is. It's Lobby Time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This is a time that we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to the movie that we're going to be talking about, but we still want to talk about it, so that's what we do in lobby time. They're important enough to warrant some airtime. Well, last week was a big week. Yep. My baby boy turned 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Aw. It's two more years. I mean, 19's good. <laughs> no, I was just saying till I can drink my pain away. <laughs> Well, happy birthday, Jack. Thank you. Your biggest present is getting to do this podcast with me. That's why I didn't give you anything. <laughs> okay. Every well, You still haven't given me anything then. Well, <laughs> <laughs> ouch. I've just been roasting on you this whole time. Yeah. Last week was also a big week because Jack got his wisdom teeth out. Mm-hmm. So most times you see it all over the internet when somebody gets their wisdom teeth out sometimes there's some good video mm-hmm. we didn't take any video while we were inside the dentist office they would not allow us to do that that's when the best stuff was what was i saying in there because that's oh my the gosh. point i don't remember so we put a bunch of stuff in the notes of our phone of things that you said when you were in there so you said i want more wisdom teeth so i can do this again because I guess he was feeling pretty good. <laughs> I had to have been. <laughs> and at one time, he noticed the IV still in his arm. He said, are they still putting drugs in me? And I said, no. And he said, damn it, they're keeping it for themselves. <laughs> he said, uh, do I look sexy? I said, yeah. He said, you need to be more convincing with your tone instead of being a dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> Very rude. I'm a saucy yeah. boy. Um, Let's see. You said, I'm like an alien now, like a xenomorph with a double mouth. I have one of those. <laughs> I Okay, I do remember that because I had two big old stacks of gauze in my mouth, and I thought it was the mouth. Yeah. You said, uh, I'd like to see me walk. They know I'd walk really bad. I'm like evil Knievel. <laughs> okay, so that was borderline non-coherent. Yeah. Gibberish. Um, you said, how many fucking cotton balls did they put in my mouth? I sound like an eight-year-old with a speech impediment. This shit is stupid. <laughs> and I was, I was fully numb at this point. Yeah. My, you couldn't feel anything. And high. It, it went numb up to, uh, like my temple. Like I couldn't feel above that. It was weird. Yeah. So there was some good stuff. We took a couple of videos on the way home. I'm going to put this on. If you can't understand what it sounds like, uh, we'll, we'll kind of explain it to you. So I, there's a lot of car noise too. Yeah. Cause it, we were in the car on the way home. All right, let's uh, see what this first one is. I want, damn it, this is bullshit. I want cheeseburger. That's self-explanatory. Damn it, this is bullshit. I want a cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. Yeah, that was funny. Um, Let's see. I still want one right now. This one's probably my favorite. Hopefully you'll be able to understand what he says. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
We're just not gonna lie, my language and she said, I talked about unicorns and blueberry butthole kisses. No, I'm serious. I talk about beating ass, fucking bitches. <laughs> yeah, so the first part you probably couldn't understand, but I was mimicking all of like the. There's a lot of video of girls crying and talking about unicorns and stuff. And I was like, yeah, when I got my wisdom teeth out, I talked about <laughs> unicorns and blueberry yeah, unicorns butthole and kisses. Blueberry butthole kisses. And, and I was like, no, I'm serious. Talk about beating ass and, and fucking uh, bitches. And fucking <laughs> bitches, yeah. All right, here's the last one I'm going to play. Right now, I am way more interesting than the most interesting man in the world. So how could a woman tear, tear me down? Right now, I'm more interesting than the most interesting man in the world. So how could no female... No, like, why would a female turn me down? <laughs> they couldn't because I'm the most interesting. I'm so interesting. Oh, that was fun stuff, man. We laughed so hard. At one point, um, Olivia was like, Jack, quit cussing. Because he was he was just dropping F-bombs in, in, the, in the room. You did, but then you double flipped us off again. <laughs> And my balls grew like, it's like the, the Grinch. His heart grew 10 sizes that day. My balls were massive. Uh, they were stuff. made of steel. Yeah, at one point he was like, quit laughing or else I'm going to murder you. <laughs> uh, if you got nothing else for lobby time, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room. And Jack will tell you all about today's movie. So today's movie came out in 1999, the same year as The Matrix, actually. Okay, yeah. And is rated R. It has a runtime of 110 minutes. Now, here's the kicker. It got a 22% on Rotten Tomatoes, but an audience score of 91%. And also, we don't fully trust these Rotten Tomato people. That's true. IMDb rated it a 7.8 out of 10. Okay, so this is going to be a big one. This is basically a make it or break it, because it's the two ends of the spectrum. Really good ratings or a really shit one? I'm I'm thinking it's going to be... The good ratings. I, I think we're going to like You this. haven't seen this movie? No, I also haven't seen this oh, movie. Oh, boy. Uh, it's it's one that we both know of, though. All right, so was us. But anyway. <laughs> the Mormon mothers tell us that there are a whopping 248 uses of fuck. <laughs> wow. And I don't think we've watched a movie with more than 248 fucks. That is like a podcast with you. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot. That's an... I mean, uh, so that's one hour and 50 minutes, and fuck is used 248 times. That's incredible. That's a lot. And then a man is watching porn in a booth, and that the content is clearly shown due to the reflection on his glasses. Uh, this movie is called Boondock Saints. Okay. You're right. I you haven't, haven't seen, seen it, right? Uh, no. All I know is Daryl from Walking Dead mm-hmm. is in this. A younger Daryl. And there's a lot of shooting. I know what it's about, and I know there's going to be a lot, a lot of violence. I like Norman Reedus. Yeah, me too. So I'm looking forward to checking this one out. I think you, you've met him, right? No. Or, no, that was just yeah, his sister. sister did at a Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's take a movie mug and pause. <laughs> All right, and we are back after watching 1999's Boondock Saints. Yep. Starring Norman Reedus, Daryl. And others. From Walking Dead. Do you recognize anybody else in here? Uh, no, I think his other brother, Connor, looked familiar. Willem Dafoe. Oh, yeah, Willem Dafoe. I haven't seen him in that much. I saw him in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, where he was the Green Goblin. That was the first time I saw him. 
Platoon. Then I saw him in Platoon. And then after that, I saw him in John Wick. He was one of John Wick's old friends. He was a sniper guy. Actually saved his life, but then he died. And terribly. Now, and now we've seen him in drag. Yeah. Willem Dafoe, you are the ugliest woman <laughs> I have ever seen in all my entire life. What about Robin Williams? Miss Doubtfire? No. <laughs> yeah, the, I, I would, don't know how these Russian mobsters saw Willem Dafoe and thought, oh yeah, come in, baby, let's fuck. Right? I would bed down with Miss Doubtfire before <laughs> I would bed down with Willem Dafoe ah, in drag. It's pretty bad. Ooh, man. It, it looked, basically looked just like a guy in a dress with lipstick with like five o'clock shadow or whatever you call it. And let's, It's Willem Dafoe. I mean, just look at him. There is zero percent chance that he could look like a woman. Willem Dafoe is he's not a handsome man. No, but he's <laughs> I don't I don't think he's like ugly, but he's just a unique looking person. I don't there's no one else who looks anything like him. And they think they're lucky stars every single day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not a great sight, but I'm not going to be rude to the guy. I like his movies. He was really good in this. Uh, I don't know, man. I what? I wasn't a huge fan of him in this. I I thought I thought it was pretty cool. Okay. Well, let me give it the 50 cent tour. So this movie's about two Irishmen in Southie, which is what the cool kids call uh, South Boston. Why'd you put your hands like that? Because I'm a cool Boston kid. <laughs> throwing like a peace sign, but then he's got his thumbs up too. Both of them right next to his chest and he's like waving them. Mm -hmm. I hope you can envision that. Yeah. So, you know, that's what they parked the cars and near the harbor. Where, where are you going? I need a raise with this episode. <laughs> so it's these two Irish guys. From South Boston and from Ireland, one of them's Norman Reedus, and I, the other I, one's dude Sean Patrick Flannery. Yeah, his name. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really sure who they are. Like they hang out with some gangsters, like some Russian gangsters, and they hang out with some. I, I don't know, man. It, it's just weird. But anyway, they you end did up a terrible Fifty Cent tour. Well, they end up killing a couple Russian mobsters. Yeah, and then they decide, you know what? Those Russian mobsters did them wrong. Yeah, they did. But then they decide, you know what? We're going to kill bad guys. And so Some the rest of the movie shit. is them killing bad guys, like killing mobsters, things like that. And Willem Dafoe is an FBI agent who's trying to figure it all out. And he, he's like the most amazing detective who can piece it together off of not much evidence. And like there's a part where he's telling his cop buddies how it went down and it shows him like next to the, the Irish brothers while they're doing it and the... Just it makes you really believe and see how vivid he can see these crime scenes. But then in the end, Willem Dafoe decided, you know what? These guys are actually doing a lot of good. They're doing what I always wished I could do. Yeah, and kind of goes and wants to join them. So he and he he helps them out and stuff. Yeah, after I, I think it's more of a wait a minute, I get an opportunity to dress in drag, and I get to help these guys. It's like a win-win. I don't know. It was a weird little journey. A side story with him. Not really a story, but... Yeah. His character was a very, very weird character. Mm -hmm. And I, I'd be really interested to see how they wrote it, or if they just gave Willem some, hey, go with what you feel. I don't know. Because he was the biggest name in this at the time. Yeah. This was a young Norman Reedus. This was yeah. pre-Walking Dead. Way, days. way, way pre. Yeah. You know, I agree that this probably wasn't a good 50 cent tour, but it was basically these Irish guys who just decided to start killing mobsters, and then, of course, the mobsters want to fight back. They have this other they guy stand a chance. who's like, what was the other guy with long hair? Was he Russian? He was Italian, right? He was Italian, but he worked for the Russian mob. Yeah. He was their buddy, but he had ties and kind of duties, sort of. Mm -hmm. And 
he got tied up in it whenever the Russians uh, kind of set him up to die. The Irish boys, they were like almost accidental assassins. Once. Well, I, you know, I. They were like extremo badass. And then there was one accident that happened and made it kind of look like Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. But then they were as efficient as you can be. They decided they were going to go to the Copley Plaza Hotel in Boston and they were going to go assassinate like the main Russian mobster at the time. Mm -hmm. And so they're crawling through this air duct, which are those air ducts really real that you can crawl through like Bruce Willis did in Die Hard? Yeah, I think so. Are I they? mean, then why would they be in so many movies if they never existed? Yeah. I Dumbass. <laughs> they make appearances in lots of movies. Yeah, they do. And it's always somebody crawling through there who's trying to get somewhere else or something. I don't know, man. It's just secret agent I shit. don't think I would do very well in one of those. Well, no, I don't think anybody would because it's tight. It's hot. They end up fighting in one and then they fall through it and a rope catches them and they're hanging by their ankles, twisting around with guns upside down. And they just murder everyone like that. Yeah. I don't know what the rope is hanging on to. Yeah. Because it was just on their shoulders. Mm -hmm. But then uh, it wraps around them and they fall and they're just like suspended and killing everybody. I, I, I was able to look past the what ifs and the questions because it was a badass scene. It was a pretty cool scene. Um... Again, I, I'm not sure how well we did with giving this a 50-cent tour or any kind of tour at all, but hopefully you've seen it. And if not, hopefully now you will either want to or not want to, so you're I welcome. hope you'll want to. All right, favorite parts? Uh, I don't know. They were, and the brothers were, like, religious as hell. And so whenever they were going to execute the big leader, they would get him on his knees. They'd both stand behind him with uh, their pistols pointed at an angle, just, like, both next to each other on the back of their head. And they would say their uh, like Irish Gaelic thing. It was like a, a family prayer that only their ancestors knew. And uh, they would say the whole thing and then pew pew. Yeah, think of it like Jules from Pulp Fiction when he has to go through Ezekiel 25 or whatever before he executes people. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, we're going to have to... Yeah, I've seen it once and I was like 13 or 14. I, looking back and seeing clips, I'm like, wow, that movie was badass. Mm -hmm. One, I don't remember very much of it for some reason. Two, pretty much for those 14 years leading up until I saw it, I was told it was the biggest masterpiece that will ever be and will ever be created. Like, it was the greatest movie. And so I went into it with 14 years of hype, and I, 14-year-old me, felt like it didn't live up. Mm -hmm. But then I see clips and think, wow, that's so cool. And I know... I wouldn't have gotten references from it like The Gimp. I did not know what that was. I guarantee I'd ask one of y'all, and y'all gave me the roundabout bullshit answer because I was young. Just likes to dress up and yeah, like play Halloween all year. And, and now I see it, and I'm like, wow, <laughs> raunchy. And like now I can understand so much. So we will have to do an episode on it for sure. Yeah, Pulp Fiction will come up eventually. Because that's still your favorite movie of all time. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything. We're just going to have to wait and see what I think about it when we, okay. uh, when we watch that episode. I, I grew up knowing that. Anyway, uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character likes to quote scripture before he shoots people, as you should. And these guys kind of did the same thing, um, which was pretty cool. Yeah. So what was your favorite part? Favorite part is for sure when they killed the two guys at the very beginning. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, those two mobsters from the bar fight the night before came to the brother's like apartment and uh, handcuffed one of them to a, a, a toilet, and then they took Norman Reedus downstairs. They were going to shoot him they in the head. They were going to shoot him in the, in the head. 
in the alley. And the brother upstairs, uh, handcuffed to the toilet, knew this. And so he's going crazy. They have, like, extreme separation anxiety. <laughs> I don't know. And I loved that. I yeah. loved the characters. They were so believable and... I don't know. And so he's ripping the toilet off the ground with the handcuffs, cutting through his wrist. He's already fucked up, bleeding from the head when they slammed him. And he they're on the fifth floor of this building, presumably the floor before the roof. He climbs up to the roof like that and drops the toilet over the fire escape on one of their heads and then jumps from five stories up, I guess six, onto the other one's back and knocks him out. Then Norman Reedus sees that one is dead, and he's like, holy fuck, grabs the lid of the toilet, and beats the other one to death, grabs his brother, and <laughs> like, oh shit, we gotta go to the hospital. <laughs> it was just like, they were so uh, spontaneous. <laughs> you never knew what they were gonna do next. No, they were you didn't. So, they were fucking rascals. They were crazy. They were skilled enough and crazy enough to do pretty much anything. Those are the exact kind of people that I never want to hang out with. Yeah, it can be stressful. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, you're not in a very controlled environment. Like, like the Jackass clan? Fuck no. I don't want to be anywhere around those guys. <laughs> I don't want my dick to be torn off you when I'm sleeping. Wake up with a shaved head or crabs. Uh, I'm okay uh, with a shaved head. Well, not yeah, crabs. Though. That's true. Giant Knoxville has crabs. You know, that's my favorite part too, is just the relationship of the brothers. It was so believable. It was. And they were likable to uh, the extreme. Yeah. And I felt like they sold being brothers very, very oh, well. Oh, yeah. I'm a really big fan. I really want to see number two. Okay. Because it got a better rating on Amazon Prime than this one. Uh, Bucket of Chicken Time. Uh, probably just the brothers and their relationship. I guess that's kind of two things, but I don't know. They were just so cool to me, and uh, they just deserve it. Okay. I'm going to give mine to Norman Reedus. His accent wasn't as good as anyone else's, well, though. Well, but I was a big fan of Walking Dead, the first probably three, three seasons. Three is when the governor came. Three is yeah. where the show decided to start being shitty. And then season four, I can't believe I finished that. Uh, yeah. But I mean, it ended with the coolest scene of the season when Rick bit the guy's jugular out to save Coral. <laughs> you remember that? There's a guy, like the fat guy was going to rape him or something. No, so he bit his remember. jugular out. It was cool. But that did not make up for the rest of the season. First couple of seasons were really, really yes, good. One and two. Fuck, who who doesn't love Daryl? So and there were shirts that were like, if Daryl dies, I'll riot. Yeah. So seeing Norman Reedus <laughs> pre Walking Dead, I just enjoyed watching him act because I like the guy so much. In an, in another spectacularly badass role. Because I mean Daryl was the guy who fell down a mountain and got an arrow stuck in him, and there was the zombie coming, and that was his only arrow. So he had to pull it out, load it, and kill the zombie. And we're like, oh shit, is he going to die? No, he's fucking Norman Reedus. Drove a badass motorcycle. And he just like, how can you cast him as someone not badass? He just looks the part. That's true. He looks rugged. He looks like he'll fight dirty and he looks badass. You can't see him like with his hair <laughs> parted to the side and being a teacher or something like yeah, that. Yeah, or if his hair would be put any other way besides rugged and yeah. messed up. And in this movie, these two brothers... They're pretty much always greasy and kind of grimy and filthy. They just looked like they'd been sweating for years before this was filmed. Yeah. And it fit them. That's just what they were. They were bar partiers, crazy doers. I don't know. They were cool. Bar partier, crazy doers. Yep. I stand by that. We should uh, we should get Norman on the show. Yep. Hang out for a little while. I'll just shoot yeah. him a text. Do that. Do that. <laughs> um, How cool. Score time. 
Oh, shit, I didn't actually think about this one. I got everything else nailed down. Uh, I think I'm going to have to give it a 91. Oh, wow. Okay. I really like... Uh, these past several movies we've watched, besides us, I've pretty much scored very well. Yeah? Recently, I've been scoring movies very well. I don't think you're going to be happy with me. If you give it a, a 70 or less, I'm going to be upset. Well... Because you just like... you. I could tell when you were given the 50 cent tour that you did not like this movie at all. <laughs> That's I what was, I took from I it. I was entertained at points. <laughs> like at the very, very first, I was hooked, man, when they were in church and they just walked past everybody, did whatever they wanted to do. And people were like, all right, just let them do what they want to do, man. They're, let's not let this escalate in here. Yeah. And I was cool through the whole drop the toilet, even though it's a little ridiculous. I yeah, was cool through that. This movie was a little bit ridiculous. Then Willem Dafoe showed up. And I was like, okay, he's, he has this like compact disc player that he takes around and he listens to this opera music or whatever while he's trying to figure everything out. His character was so eccentric and just bizarre. It was. And it took away from me. Yeah. You're ridiculous. I, I actually made a face when I just heard that. Yeah. I did. can't believe that. And then there were some other things. You're wearing South Park PJ pants right now. You're damn right I am. <laughs> You're taking I've, away from my experience. I've had these for forever. There's and a South whole Park's a good show. But these are great. Will it's, I get those when you die? No. It's, it's <laughs> You're going to be buried in them? Yes. Are you cremated in them? The long-haired guy, I got really tired of him really quick. Yeah, he was... They had a buddy Rocco, the Italian guy mm -hmm. with mob ties. Pretty much his volume was always at 11. He was always yes. screaming about something. And he was an idiot. He was always getting into trouble and doing stupid shit that the Irish brothers wouldn't want. I, I would have much rather it have been the two brothers on their own killing everybody. Yeah. But they kind of invited Rocco to join their crew and make a trio. And you knew where it was going. These two Irish brothers were geniuses and they were very skilled. And Rocco was a dumbass and had looked like he never shot a gun before. And he, he was just sloppy. I enjoyed parts of it, but other parts took me out. Willem Dafoe and Drag, that whole scene was just so bizarre. It he, was bizarre. He could have just shot the guy at the front he door when he came out and yeah. walked in. Instead, he got off by dressing up. But that was just drag. more of his character. I know, which was bizarre and didn't need to be when in he this was movie on the floor, to make it good. He said, come to mama. He took away from this movie because his character was so bizarre, in my, in my opinion. And that's the why. Boomer. You know what? Okay, boomer. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm not that damn old. You're, you sound like a boomer. So here's the thing. For you, I'll give it a 70. <laughs> what were you, no, give it what you want. 60. Okay. Willem Dafoe's character was so strange that it, it took away from the movie from me. And it's not just him dressing up in drag, and it, it has nothing to do with him being homosexual. He was just bizarre, and it was just stupid, that part. It, it was. Because, I mean, I thought it would have been cooler if he just like went to the door, the guy opened the door, and he... I don't know. The guy probably looked through the peephole first and saw that it was a girl turned around or whatever and opened the door. Yeah. He knew he wouldn't be able to get in in, in a conventional way because, I mean, he's not just going to shoot through the peephole and then try to open a locked door. Uh, it was over the top for sure, but I don't know how unnecessary it was for the situation. To take the guy to the bathroom I mean, and, the, and to start going through, yeah. we're going to have sex and but, I mean, he, roll he around was, on the floor and go, come to mama, come to mama. He was clearly, it had shown earlier in the film, he was struggling with something. So he And he got caught up in a billion different things and went crazy at one of the, the firefight scenes. He was crazy to begin he with. Was, he's just a crazy guy. So, I mean, he's unpredictable and crazy. Just like the two main characters. 
So I don't think it was unnecessary. I thought it was a little over the top, but I liked it the, didn't take away from me. There were several parts that I liked, but not enough to not enough to pass it. I'll just watch uh, episode two on my own time then. Probably a good idea. <laughs> also, giving Ron Jeremy a cameo, was that really necessary? <laughs> I mean, I thought it was funny. He was a mob boss and he died in a, uh, what's it called? Like a peep, this, like, like a peep City. show yeah, type was, place. He died jerking off. Mm-hmm. And it, he got loaded with bullets too. That was funny. That's how I want to go. <laughs> you want to go extremely fat with nasty hair and saying like, oh yeah, give it to me, mama. He was He said something and then he got shot through a bunch of glass. I mean, I want good hair, but everything else, yes. You want to be like 340 pounds? I mean, he, I like he won eat. 340 pounds. Yeah. He was a big boy. I mean, he was always a big boy. He's the greasiest pig he, I've ever seen. Even in his porn days. I uh, so, I know. Quick story. I went through middle school. I have seen what I did not want to see. Quick story. I grew up, my dad, his favorite hobby was watching television. Watching Ron Jeremy films? No, 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 no. <laughs> we were the first people that I even knew of who had a satellite dish. It was like eight feet across in our backyard. <laughs> And it actually turned. You had a remote control and the thing would go. What did that? And it, and what it did that turn. accomplish? So you could pick up different like satellites or whatever with it. <laughs> so you could move it to a certain place and pick up Fuck, channels. I went past it. You could pick up channels in Canada. You could pick up like live sports feeds where you could actually see like the like the on-air host getting their makeup put on, practicing, stuff like that. You could just see just about anything. Of course, 13, 14-year-old boy. You knew where the remote was. Plays with it enough, he's able to find a channel called American Triple Ecstasy. And so <laughs> Triple Ecstasy, it was that's called American funny. Triple Ecstasy. And of course, Featuring the Playboy Ron channel Jeremy. and stuff like that. And so... Ron is... <sighs> I don't like the name Ron. Sorry. I'm, I'm just going to tell you, I saw a lot of porn when I was a teenager. Ron <laughs> okay, Jeremy was... That makes in, two of us. Ron, <laughs> Ron Jeremy was in quite a few of them, and he was just as ugly and terrible looking then as he was in this movie. I mean, I would much rather meet up with Willem Dafoe in drag than Ron Jeremy. You got to admit that. Wow. I can just imagine. I can see and picture Ron Jeremy's super hairy stomach just being sweaty and oily. (laughs) And just like, he's like walking to me and like my face accidentally touches it. Like whenever you would come back from a run and I'd touch your arm and it's just like sopping wet. No, go. He's just constantly sopping wet no, from keep, doing anything. Keep telling the story. And I accidentally get a hair in my mouth and I, instead of dry heaving, I just throw up because I know what it was. And then you drop to your knees <laughs> and then what happens? <laughs> and then I fall asleep and I don't remember the rest. Oh, but you wake up with a sore ass? <laughs> the back of my throat was hurting a And you're bit. missing some teeth? <laughs> no. All right. Well, on that no. note. <laughs> Mm-mm. All right, guys. So um, I'm missing my eyebrows. I think we're still both closer to IMDb than we are Rotten Tomatoes for oh, sure. Oh, 100. Yeah. I They gave this movie as a, a 21 or a 22. I highly disagree with that. You loved it. I didn't love it. Um, and that's okay. Not really. All right, guys. Well, that'll do it for episode number 26 of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. If you'd like to suggest a movie or ask us a question, head on over to MovieMuggin.com and follow the links. And if you ask us a question or if you suggest a movie, we will give you a shout out. Shoot toot. If you want to email us, you can do so at moviemuggin at gmail.com. If you want. Yeah, guys, we love you. We appreciate you listening. And we will catch you next time on Movie Muggin. That's new. I like to keep people guessing. 
Oh, he's so hot.